0: Grace Athens, welcome to the Thursday podcast where we are talking about the Word of God, like we've heard on Tuesdays, being applied to our life. And what we wanted to do today was to talk about one of our classes that is coming up. One of the things that we have heard within our congregation is this need to talk about finances, and so we want to have a class late February, uh, a two-week course to talk about finances. Now, I have someone with me here uh, who is an expert in finances uh, through trial and error, maybe as he shares his story, you'll get to hear more about that, but uh, Kyle Harrison is with us. He's going to be teaching our class at the end of February, the last two Sundays in February, right after our services where we're going to begin to understand uh, a biblical understanding of finances and then how we can apply those principles to our life. So welcome, Kyle Harrison. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, so glad you're here. Uh, as we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe your relationship with grace and then your relationship with finances.
1: Well, wonderful. Thanks for having me. Uh, again, my name is Kyle Harrison. Um, my wife is uh, Paige, and we've been uh, attending Grace Athens here for about six months off and on uh, during the 2020 COVID. Uh, my background through Grace uh, extends all the way back to State Street. Used to visit some with uh, my son, and we would uh, come down on the Sunday night worship services. Uh, I've been spending the last eight years in Grace Monroe. And I uh, have recently moved to Athens and making a transition from uh, Monroe to Athens, so I'm, I'm very excited about this. Uh, as far as my family life, as I said, I'm married. I have uh, two older boys and then a young daughter. Uh, they are 24 to 27 and starting life, and so as I begin to talk about finances, especially attending here at Grace Athens, it, it does key me in to think about my own children and where they're at in life and having their first jobs and really their first time on their own managing their own finances. And so a lot of what I speak from today and share with you today will be from that, that as if I'm I'm helping uh, my own children in the age in their 20s. But it also, a part of my journey is in my 30s and even uh, into my early 40s was a journey of mistakes. Um, a lot of times people will teach out of their strengths in areas that they find themselves victorious. I think though some people teach out of their brokenness and out of uh, times that God had to restore their life, and that's where I'll be coming from today, um, to where God did redeem my wife and I and our stewardship and the way we view our finances. I
0: love it. I love it. And I you know, we talked before this time just to kind of hear, you know, a little bit of your story. And when you shared that of, hey, we didn't get it right out of the gate. And just to hear how God has redeemed that. And then you even speaking on the, the biblical perspective of this, but also just the practicals for us. Um, when I heard that, I was like, man, God has really redeemed that story in such a way that it even sounds like you're redeeming other people's stories as well, because I know you've You know, done a class like this before. You've done some other financial classes as well as some financial one-on-ones for people that needed it, and it's been amazing to hear all the breakthroughs uh, with that out of your own story, which I think is amazing. And so, I can't wait for our people to join the in on the class. Speaking of the class, um, I would love to hear uh, kind of a biblical foundation uh, from your perspective and what you've seen in the scriptures that can pull out these kind of financial tools that we can use uh, in our daily life. So give us a little bit of a biblical foundation when it comes to finances.
1: Certainly. Uh, I think the, the one key aspect about finances, especially in the church, and I found myself here in, in, in my early 20s was as I came into my own career path and and coming into having my own paycheck and beginning to have my own bills and things of that nature is I recognize how poorly in church life we as parents do not prepare our our kids um, to manage uh, what God has given us. And so I found myself in my 20s um, falling into the temptation of, in the allure of the materialism, uh, if you want to say chasing the American dream a little bit. And some people, uh, as you begin to recognize and grow in your faith, whether you're in your 20s or 30s. I think we all come to a crossroads and one of the things, whether it's in finances or any area of our our life is we can't serve two masters. And at the point that we are struggling, I believe the struggle is because God's trying to break through in areas where we are serving two masters. And I found that in my own life. I found that, that I was wanting to serve God, but there was still that immaturity, that level of flesh in my life as I was growing in my faith, that I was still a part of the world that I came from. I still wanted the toys. I still wanted uh, the nice things. And it's different for everybody. Um, some people you will find in life are, are drawn to different things. I think the younger generation right now, uh, I'm in my 50s now, uh, my generation was drawn to having bigger houses and possessions, nicer cars, status based on what you owned. I think the younger generation today uh, has transitioned. It's not so much about what you own or how big your house is. In fact, it's uh, a lot of younger people. It's more about the experience. And so either way, we need to begin to transition from a broken way of thinking as it comes to stewardship and and honoring God with our resources and begin to wholeheartedly serve him. Um, One of the areas I think that we're going to focus in on that is key is letting God begin to take control through our giving. And uh, anytime you talk finances and stewardship, first fruits are going to be the basis and the foundation. And we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that and begin to take steps toward that. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're starting out fresh and you're kind of on an even plane, you're not in too much debt, or whether you've gotten out over your skis, so to speak, and you find yourself just month to month living paycheck to paycheck, uh, student loans, car loans, maybe rent, whatever it is, buying a house, even if you're older and have children and your your budget is just limited and you're just feeling strapped all the time. We're going to work through seeing how God can supernaturally do a work in your life. it's
0: good. Yeah, I love the emphasis that you're helping us with because I think there's sometimes we can come into a church and we can expect the class to be about give, 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 give. And what you kind of laid out in the very beginning is we don't want you to be enslaved to other things in this world that are materialistic or things that just don't last you know it's uh, it i talked about this earlier with our, our team and uh that verse in peter where it says all flesh is grass and it's fading fast like a shadow mm-hmm. and i think you helping us give the the freedom in our finances to not be enslaved to it but actually use it as stewards, to talk about how to advance the kingdom of God, but also to kind of liberate ourselves. And so I love that that's how you started. You know, you could have started with tithing. You could have started with give to the church, give to the church, give to the church. But you talked about how there's there's something at the heart level that we need to address first. Um, and, I, and I think that's fascinating. Um, and so looking at that, Um, And looking at even stewardship, I don't know if you want to speak on any of those things a little bit more. uh, You can.
1: One of the things without necessarily sharing the lessons that we're going to spend time with at the end of the month is that stewardship and godly living comes into one of my favorite verses out of Matthew. And most people that want to follow God and want to increase their walk and grow in their faith— A lot of times they're trying to follow their heart. And so what that verse in Matthew 6, uh, chapter 6, doesn't say is um, where your heart is, there your treasure will be. That's the mindset I think that a lot of times we we come into our relationship with the Lord that when we break that down, we want to say the things I love, I will begin to treasure or I will begin to invest in. And the Lord wants us to take a different perspective, and that perspective is this: the way the verse actually reads. Um, and I was I was twisting it around for for teaching purpose. The verse actually says, "For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also." And so, what we need to begin to do, and I, and I think stewardship and understanding the role that our finances and money play in the kingdom of God is this. It does begin to show that what we invest in, where we are investing, whether it is our money, but it's also whether we're investing our intellect, uh, whether we're investing our creativity, whether we're investing our talents, wherever we invest, that is what we will eventually fall in love with. And so one of the things I think people struggle with is they want to have a stronger walk with the Lord. And my question is, how much are you investing into that relationship? I use the analogy, Benton, uh, when I first met my wife, was I attracted? Yes. Did I find her um, beautiful? Yes. Did I love her that very first moment? No. It took several months and even years of investing into that relationship that I truly began to fall in love with her. And I can say today at 50, I'm more in love with her now. My heart is further along with her now than when my romantic love of writing notes and cards and giving little gifts because I have spent 30 years investing in this relationship. The same will be true with our walk with the Lord. If we invest in time, uh, through prayer, if we invest in scripture reading, if we invest in meditation, if we invest in all different aspects of our spiritual disciplines, and yes, if we invest financially into the kingdom of God, our heart will follow. And so that's that's my primary root of where I think the change has to take place. I know for the longest time I got in a lot of trouble. I got into a lot of debt because I was having to grow in my faith. And while I did love the Lord, I was not putting my um, true time, resources, and efforts in the right areas. And so financially, um, stewardship becomes that avenue, that tool that we begin to unlock um, God's growth in our life. And so it is bigger than just giving to the organization. People today want to give with a purpose. And what greater purpose than expanding the kingdom of God? And so we are going to look at um, the, the ideas and the concepts behind what the definition even of stewardship is. We're going to break down scripture. Everything that I'm going to teach is going to be based on God's word and what his word says, not my opinions. Um, And then what we're going to begin to look at is we do live in a practical way and we do have bills to pay. We do buy houses. We do go on vacations. We do need a savings account. We eventually want to get into areas where we are investing. And so I want to help build a structure. I want to help build a, a roadmap, if you say, because I think one of the greatest struggles that people have in today's society is they're approaching their finances more from almost like a menu. Um, they can spend it on anything and everything. And a lot of times we don't recognize really where our money is going. What I hope to see happen over the two weeks we spend together is I want to begin to look at our, our finances as more of a map. And as a map, you got to figure out where to start. Where am I starting from? And a lot of people struggle financially because they really just don't know where to start. They're wandering. They're lost. And the second thing they need is where am I going? They need goals. They need dreams. And so it would be a lot like putting your finances into a map, into a GPS system that we're going to figure out where you're starting from. We're going to look at where God wants to take you. And then we're gonna build a plan. We are going to build a plan that will help you get there. And so it doesn't matter whether you're starting out uh, right after graduation, or you're a 30 year old couple with kids and trying to figure out life. Uh, We will gladly sit down and work through this together.
0: Yeah, love it, thank you. Yeah, and I love how you're setting up the, the class for us. That it is we're going to take some biblical principles, but then we're going to apply them to some very practical things of, yes, where we should invest, but we've got to start thinking about uh, renting and buying. And we've got to think about insurance and, and, and so many different facets of our finances that we need to be thinking about um, practically on the day to day, you know, that moves beyond uh, the biblical foundation piece, but it does start there. It does start at those verses you use, which is that heart level stuff, and then moves into more of what we say is moving to our with our hands. You know, what do we get our hands involved with now that our heart has changed based on what the Bible says about our finances. And so I love the way that class is set up. Um, it's February uh, 21st and 28th. It'll be at twelve thirty, right after our services, and we will have lunch provided. We would love for you to be a part. And again, like Kyle was saying, it's for anyone. It could be you could be in college, trying to figure some things out, getting ready for the future. You could be just out of college. You could be a young married. You could be uh, a family member. You might have kids of your own, still working through some finances. It's for anyone. Uh, who wants this help? We want to offer this to you uh, as we go. And so that's what the class is about. Um, Kyle, thank you so much. Um, I'd love to end here. What can we be thinking about now as we get ready for this class? What are some questions that we could be working through? And maybe it has to do with uh, serving two masters, maybe idea or the stewardship idea. Um, Or even looking at our finances now, like what would be some questions that we can kind of maybe work through as we're getting ready for this class on February 21st?
1: That's a great, great question. I think um, in in a manner that will catch everybody is this, as much as the Lord wants us to be good stewards— as much as he wants us to use our resources and finances to expand the kingdom. I think it's important to recognize that the enemy is out there and he is attacking our weaknesses. And so um, many times I believe it starts with recognizing where am I out of God's will? Where am I um, not only spending the money, but maybe it goes even that's that's a, a symptom of a greater cause is where is my heart in all this? Mm. And and truly looking at what are some of my, my tripping points. I know for me, one of the reasons that I got so far into debt when I used the term materialism was I was using it. Some people use alcohol. Some people use drugs. Some people... Um, end up using other things to satisfy um, areas in their life where they were broken. For me, for my wife, we found ourselves um, living in debt, using credit debt to make ourselves feel better um, through purchasing. Whether it was buying something simple like a new outfit, whether it was just going out to dinner, even though we didn't have the money, we would run that credit card through, but it made us feel better. Um, about our situation, rather than really addressing problems. So I would say the first step is let's let's be honest with ourselves. Let's see where we're at. Uh, the second thing I would say is this. Most people don't dream enough with God. If you uh, walk into a children's area and, and say, what do you want to do or what do you want to be? You get everything from I want to be a policeman, I want to be a fireman, you know, I want to do this. And, and kids dream so well. And somewhere along the way, as we begin to get older, we, we lose our dreams. And we lose what do we want to see God do in our life. Where do we want God to take us? And so I would love to, as you step into the class, one of the things I want to hear is, where do you want God to take you? Um, where do you want to help? Where do you want to give? Um, there's so many places that the Bible speaks of kingdom expansion and how you can join into that. And so I would begin to ask you to dream. And then what we hope to do is through looking at your heart, through looking at God's heart, through the scripture of finances is we will build a plan. So many people have goals and I will leave you with this, um, We can have all the goals that we want financially, and I'm sure some of you in your 20s and 30s have had all these goals that you wanted to see happening, and you're frustrated in your life right now because those things just, they seem so far away, they seem impossible at this point. But goals without a plan end up as wishes. And years later, you look back and you just wish you had done things differently. Well, God is a God of redeeming. And so many times we speak about miraculous physical healings that somebody was healed from cancer. We can talk about miraculous healings of that God took this marriage and restored it. I want to tell you through experience, God can do miraculous things through your finances and resources if you will begin to understand the heart of God. And that's what I hope to see. I, I hope that we come ready and and really excited to see where God wants to take us. Because God wants us to live free. God wants us to live healed. God wants to redeem us. God wants to restore us. And once those things take place, then God wants to use us. And that's the beauty of the resources that he gives us is what we get to see God do through us is so beautiful, so beautiful. And so I want to be on that journey with you.
0: Love it. Love it. Kyle, thank you so much, man. That is extremely helpful for us to to go ahead and think through those things as far as taking some inventory of, okay, where are we investing? Where's our time, our money, our resources, where are they going? But also to begin to dream in this area, which is amazing. And as you were speaking about it, it was like, man, we can be on the offense when it comes to finances. We can actually have money stored up and be great stewards of it and really invest into some amazing kingdom activity. We don't have to play defense about our future and say, oh my gosh, I've got to cut this, cut this, and take away this, and move away from this, and and just have so much dread or fear about our finances. We can actually say, well, where, do we, where does God want us to be in the future? And so I love the dreaming aspect to it as well. It gets, it gets me excited to be a part of the, the class and to begin to think about my own finances and say, man, I can actually be on what feels like the offense instead of playing defense with my it,
1: finances. It's so interesting to think so many times in our finances, we're so worried about, golly, if I could just get my car paid off what if you dream big enough and let God begin to work in your heart and there were no longer two masters and you were investing in the right places and God had set you free and done something miraculous that rather than your dream being, man, I got a car paid off, that next year you gave a car away to somebody. And the joy that you receive and the joy that they receive Those are the kind of amazing things that God can do through normal, everyday people if we just desire that of our heart. He will give us the desires of our heart. And so I just pray they align with his. And uh, thanks again, Benton.
0: Yeah, Kyle, thank you, man, so much for this. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you come to the class on February 21st and 28th. Uh, as it pertains to finances again it'll be at 1230 right after our services lunch will be provided Uh, tell your friends about it anyone is welcome to come all stages of life as we begin discussing this biblical perspective on finances experiencing financial freedom and be able to dream again and come up with a plan of practically how to walk in these things so I hope you show up I hope you can bring a friend to it as well thanks for tuning in to the Grace athens podcast and we will see you or hear from you or you will hear from us on tuesday thanks so much